Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I'm going to say I don't remember a time ever where Cody left Robin's house to come over to my house to help get my kids off to school. I just think it's disgusting. You would leave one wife's home to go help the other kid, the other wife's kids get ready for school. What, can't she help get her kids ready for school when he's not there so he can spend more time with the wife where he's at? Lehi Logan was getting my kids ready to go out the door to school. I don't know where Cody was. I was actually taking Ariella and Solomon to school because I liked it. We were just working so hard to make ends meet before. And now that I have a chance to do this with Solomon Ari, it's like this, like it's it's like this second chance. But Robin never asked me to do it. I'd be like, oh, I think it's gonna create problems. When I would bring it up to him, he'd just like stop it. Like, this is what I want to do. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Kara Berry, our Sister Wives episode for the week. This man gets worse and worse. I cannot believe it's like the depths of hell have no depths for Cody Brown and how terrible of a father he is. And I just can't believe that every week, if y'all don't know, I also recap Welcome to Plathville. Those episodes come out on Mondays that Barry Plath says something episode after episode that is so counter how Cody seems to be parenting and navigating the world as a father in the midst of a divorce. I just can't believe that I'm looking to Barry as a pillar of strength and being a great parent in the face of Cody Brown. Please don't make me do that. Okay. I don't want to have to do this anymore. Let's get into what happened this week and all the bullshit that came flying out of his poop mouth, shall we? Okay. Starting off with Janelle, we do start well, I will say. Janelle, I think, goes up to 
Christine's place in Utah because they have decided to have an Easter celebration. Cody says in a confessional that he and Robin don't celebrate Easter, but they do celebrate the resurrection on Easter Sunday. What the difference is, I don't know. I even Googled it. Like, I know that I'm a smart ass and a know-it-all. But then I'm like, no, did he really trip me up here? And I said, no, no, no. Many, many results said there really is no difference between the resurrection and Easter. It's pretty much interchangeable. But, you know, this bitch loves to feel like he's special. So I guess this is where we are, right? Cody says that as of right now, there's a line in the sand. I guess we've moved down. We've downgraded from a civil war to just a simple line in the sand <laughs> with the family. Some people are crossing over. Some people aren't. But we'll see. Christine says that they haven't celebrated Easter since the kids were younger because Cody had decided that it was t- too pagan for the family. But then Cody says in a confessional that as he got more exposed to more people and more interpretations of what ever he believes in he realized that they shouldn't be celebrating easter that they should actually be celebrating passover has cody brown ever considered just being jewish because it just seems like that's where he's going he talked seasons ago when they went on a family trip to hawaii about how he was kosher this was like the funniest weirdest thing because he (laughs) like you know typical Hawaiian fair, they decide, or they get invited to a luau, and you can expect there's going to be a pig on the roast, as is tradition, right? Cody ends up getting, like, pre-hangry. He ends up having a total child meltdown. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Well, well, I'm not going to be able to eat anything. (laughs) Now, you would think that this would be the reaction to him walking into the situation and finding out, oh, I keep kosher for whatever reason, and now I can't eat this pork, and I can't eat any food tonight. No, no, no. This was him finding out the day before. So this wasn't even like, he was like, well, I guess I'm just not going to have anything to eat tomorrow then. <laughs> and I, oh, I guess I'm just going to eat poi poi. What, what, what the hell is poi poi? He kept saying, that, I, I, and I can't eat any poi poi either. <laughs> okay. But it was in that moment that we found out that Cody had decided, through reasons unknown, that he was, like, sort of keeping a kosher diet, kind of, when he felt like it. You know, like, in situations where he could be a victim and and be like, well, I can't eat anything. That seemed to be most of the time where his kosher diet came up. But anyway, it just seems like maybe that's where he's going. And I I don't know, like, nothing he does seems to sound anything like Mormonism to me. But, okay, it's fine. We can all do, you know, let it fly, okay? It just seems like he wants to be Jewish, which is great, right? So, anyway, then Cody says that, like, he basically had been trying to keep things Christ-centered. And Janelle says that there really weren't any, like, specific rules in their religion about Easter or Christmas. But this was all like Cody's doing, right? And as a family, they were always trying to evolve and figure out the most holy way to celebrate things. Okay. (laughs) We haven't seen evidence of that, but fine. Kind of seems like they were operating on an occasional Cody running a house church schedule when they were in Vegas. And then that kind of petered out like a long time ago. But sure. Anyway, this is how Cody realized that he connected more with Passover than Easter. Christine says that in 
terms of like letting those go, she really had a hard time letting go of the Easter tradition. But as far as Mary goes, she's like, oh, you know, we didn't really celebrate Easter or Passover. Why would you celebrate Passover? But they didn't do anything. So it just like wasn't really abnormal to stop the tradition. And then Janelle says that when, interestingly enough, Rodman came cap in hand to the family, she told them, <laughs> Cody, that her kids celebrate Easter. And well, if you guys aren't going to celebrate it, then I guess I'll have to go and celebrate it with my family away from you guys. And suddenly, it got, things got changed and, and things started getting a little bit different. So then they did a hybrid Easter Passover thing so that Robin wouldn't leave Cody's side. Christine says that Robin had a lot of leverages and she made a lot of changes in the family. And some of them were actually really good things, for sure. Robin says, you know, when your new wife comes into the family, there are changes, but... You know, I don't know why it was different for me. Maybe just new ideas and new thought processes. And here we go. Robin back in sicko mode with no memory as to why things could happening, be happening or occurring within the family. But then Christine tells the truth. She thinks that Robin had leverage because Cody was in love with her. I don't know. <laughs> but then Christine's like... Maybe this is a re an act of rebellion on my part or whatever. But I think the reason why I'm implementing celebrating Easter again is because Cody told me no all these years. And so everything that I did not get in that marriage, we're bringing sexy back. Starting with Easter. Get those eggs out, bitch. We're going to have a time, okay? This is going to be like an easy breezy situation with the family. This isn't going to be like last episode where we had the showdown at the salad bar where Garrison spoke as a representative for the older siblings, the elders, and said, we don't need dad anymore. They're just going to be having fun. Christine, she's got the good Easter, okay? Because I saw she was uh, bagging up those Easter eggs like a uh, episode of Narcos, just rolling up those $20 bills and being like, have a good time, guys. I got this. So now that Christine is there and now that it's out there that Janelle is like, sorry, I said Janelle. Now that Janelle's there and like Christine is very much on the lookout to see any sort of sign of what might be happening with Janelle and Cody. She's really checking out Janelle at this party. She was like, you know what? Janelle is very team Easter's pagan, but now he here she is. Mary making and dying eggs with me but to be honest all the footage that we saw of Janelle she looked honestly pretty bored <laughs> pretty pretty fucking bored but anyway Cody says that he feels like they can heal and fix things and like have most of the family come back together but right now because of where everybody's at he's got a life with Robin and her children and right now he's okay with that even though you know he does hope that he can fix things okay the phone works both ways but Janelle, though, she says that they need to, like, reestablish or establish traditions for this part of the family. And by this part of the family, she means her, Christine, and her kids. Like, there's a new identity. They're forging a new path away from Casa de Robin, okay? Cody then says they're trying to fill out, a, like, a, create an identity without their dad, which is exactly what Janelle and Christine's plan is. Separate me from my children. So that they can have them all to themselves. This man is criminally unwell. What is he doing? How did we get here? That like Christine and Christine just like the Pied Piper just leading everybody to, to Utah. 
and away from Cody for what? <laughs> like what? I, it seems like every time it's just evolving. That Christine is like, like why can't Christine have just not been happy? Why can't like the truth is so much for Cody to deal with because he can't say, I didn't give a fuck about this woman. She left. And now she looks like the hero to all of America. And that's embarrassing me, which is something that we should all be keeping top of mind is that Cody at this point is being embarrassed by all of us on a national scale. And we're all having these conversations about what a shit husband he is and how much we're like a team Christine about this whole thing. So he has to find a way to like Cirque du Soleil pretzel his body into a position in which Christine is now um, just like never wanted to be a sister wife, was a shitty sister wife, and it's just taking everybody away from him and leading Janelle along the way too. Okay fine it feels like you could pretty easily figure out the answer to this question if you tried calling your kids and asking them why they were upset so but you don't want to do that oh okay so while we get to watch these older children traipse around the backyard of christine's with glee of course there's sadness and flagstaff with Robin, who says that every time, every time I think about things, I go through a process of mourning. And it literally hurts my heart to think about the fact that we're not doing things together. So, do you guys want to know what Mary was thinking? Oh, this Easter was just another Sunday for me. Cody didn't call. Robin didn't call. I wasn't going to invite myself. And I was just happy being in my house and doing my own thing. So, you know, I guess through the process of mourning... Robin decided to not invite the only person who actually liked her. Okay. You know, Robin's very flexible um, with her logic as well. And maybe that's why she and Cody are such a good match for each other. Lord knows what they're doing in the bedroom. If this is how it works out on national television. Janelle really cracks me up though. She says, you know, it's definitely a different holiday, but I'm not missing Cody or Robin or Mary. I'm, I'm at peace. <laughs> This is exactly what she said at Christmas and Thanksgiving. I'm not even, I should be thinking about these people, but I'm not, I'm not. I'm just going to have another one of Christine's roles and laugh and giggle and have a good time. Maybe a little Moscow mule. Back at Mary's, you won't believe us, y'all. She and Jen are still in the carriage house in Parowan over at the Haunted Mansion so that she can redo that carriage house and remodel it so that she could be uh, Coco Chanel's next salon. You know, if Coco Chanel made cheap leggings with hamburger patties on them. Mary says that her relationship with Jen is good. Like, do we even need to get over this? It seems like Mary... Every Mary scene this season is just like, we're going to give you one more little piece of information. We're just going to, everything you've heard is the same thing that you heard from five weeks, four weeks, three weeks, two weeks, one week ago. I'm just going to add on just one more chunk of information so that we can get you some screen time here, girl. Because then we hear Mary explaining how, again, like she's been saying for the past two or three episodes, how her relationship with Jen is very different from the ones that she had with Christine or Robin or Janelle because the relationship that she has with Jen is good and it's consistently good and they like each other. 
And they're not like stealing glances and rolling eyes behind each other's backs and having passive aggressive conversations about the dish soap and where it belongs within the kitchen. Right. So yeah, like she and Janelle never really fucked with each other. She and Christine had some good times. She had a connection with Robin, but it's more serious. And then she talks about how her relationship with Robin is, which I feel like people didn't pick up on. She's like, you know, my relationship with Robin's more serious. There's a lot of talking about who likes who, the different relationships, who wants to get rid of who, and, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. So just, just strategy, just talking strategy and uh, letting Robin know that she is, in fact, the victim that she wants herself to be so badly. And basically, she doesn't let herself get fun or let loose with the Brown family because she doesn't have anybody in that family that she can actually trust, which, again, begs the question of why you want to be married to this man or try to reconcile. You don't even trust him. He certainly doesn't trust you. He doesn't care enough to trust you. But anyway, Cody says in a confessional that he and Mary have a reasonably amiable relationship. Like, it's distant. He doesn't see her very often. He doesn't really want, know what to do with their marriage that's supposed to be eternal, but doesn't have any sort of fire, right? But amiable, sure. Robin says that if Mary just sticks around just long enough for them to get through the stuff with Christine, and then also if Cody and Janelle can figure things out, and then also if he can figure out all of his anger and the emotions, then... And only then, Mary, could you get a chance to work it out with Cody. You want to stick around, babe? Robin's giving you a shit sandwich with a side of turd. Hard fried. Girl. Mary comes back and says that Jen's husband washed her car and how, like, supportive he is of her relationship with Jen. But don't go weird, guys. He and Mary have a very platonic relationship. And it's like, girl, I saw... The way he looked at you, I was not thinking that it was at all possible that there were feelings between you. He seemed very... (laughs) I would say he treats you a lot like Cody, but... I mean, he did wash your car. There is that. Then uh, Mary says that, you know, when she told Robin, she's like not leaving, right? And Robin's been pushing this, like, don't leave the family, just stay sort of thing, Mary. But when she told Cody, he reacted exactly what she thought he would and what we all thought he would. But then she was also hoping that he would be hit with the realization that, like, hey, I'm leaving, a.k.a. I'm going to be physically further away from you, making it that much harder to reconcile our relationship. Because I'm still trying to reconcile our relationship hello he just went through run divorce is he concerned about another one but no i mean he is concerned about another one the other one is janelle he has been divorced from you for years legally and also spiritually he don't care girl like again as a girl who has gotten herself hurt over and over and over knowing about a person who does not care and you're like damn you still don't care i'm just gonna go and confirm that again okay wow that's crazy that's Ooh, that that sucks. Doesn't feel good. I just can't imagine like you. What hasn't happened? I'll tell you what is hasn't happened on national television. I haven't had the man say on national television. I don't want to be with her. I wish she would leave. I love her leaving because then she can move on and away from me. 
That's never happened. But it has happened with Mary for years now. So just something to think about, Mare. I don't know. Then we see Cody and Robin doing yard work at their home around their house. And Cody says, and he didn't need to, that his whole life seems to kind of center around he and Robin's house. Wow. And then Robin's telling him to, like, fix relationships with Mary and Janelle. He's like, listen, when I'm around there, there's when I'm around them, there's no flicker. There's no flame. I don't know what to do here. Like, it's weird because I'm married to the love of my life. But then I've got these situations at different levels of discord and it's hard to reconcile and I've got all this angst about it. So what happened to him being like, oh, um, during your, our date, I just wanted to be like, God, do I get to kiss you at the end? Uh, I just can't wait to kiss you. Can't wait to kiss Janelle. I'm, I'm like a little kid. Can't wait to kiss her. But now there's no flame, no, no flicker, no spark. How th- when did that happen? He says that he and Janelle only see each other every once in a while because she doesn't want to reconcile. Not because he hasn't been calling her since her birthday. But he says he thinks that they can just like get back together. But that would require one thing. That would require the very small thing of Christine and Janelle to just be like, oh, see a girl, Lila's. It's been fun. See you next year. But Christine has so much influence over Janelle. He thinks it's pathetic. So he just doesn't want to say anything to Janelle. Because he doesn't want Christine and the kids to find out and talk about him. Again, this logic is like a true anti-Aunt. Like, he should get a collaboration with Aunt Annie's pretzel company. Because this is like crazy. So the only issue that you have with Janelle is that Chris, is Christine and her relationship but you don't want to tell Janelle that because you don't want Christine and the rest of the children to find out and talk about you so you're gonna let yourself ruin another marriage because you don't want your ex-wife to talk about you this Mother's Day celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile whether it's for your mom a mother figure or yourself as a mom find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation explore blue nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns make this mother's day unforgettable with a piece from blue nile right now get up to 50% off at bluenile.com that's bluenile.com hey there it's michelle norris i'm host of a podcast called your mama's kitchen when I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So then we have another scene and I'm extremely confused about the timing of this because it seems like this was filmed like this summer (laughs) and we'll get into why in a second. So Christine introduces it by saying that she's going to Flagstaff to have another Easter with Gabe and Garrison 
she's up in Flagstaff. She got a rental, so, like, they weren't able to come the first time, so she's kicking it with them. Now, this is, like, fully summer. Like, Janelle's birthday's in May. (laughs) This is not Easter. And I don't even think it's Easter of 2022. Janelle brings up Thanksgiving, even though she says in a confessional, it's July. But she's like, you know, because we have so many kids, they're all across the country, like, we really do need to start thinking about this kind of stuff now. So Garrison tells her, Mom, just come up to Utah for Thanksgiving. Like, it's going to be way better up there. We're going to be at Christine's. But Janelle also says that Logan might want to host as well. Janelle says she's happy to stay in Flagstaff. Like, she's telling the kids, I'm happy to stay in Flagstaff with you guys if you want. But they're like, why? (laughs) It's going to be so boring. Like, why would we ever want to do that? In a confessional, Janelle says, honestly, I don't anticipate spending another holiday with Cody ever again. Christine says that Gabriel and Garrison are really hurting because they're super close to their dad, but now things are really different. But Cody says in a confessional that what happened was that with COVID and the protocols, Janelle actually came not compliant to him, but with Gabriel and Garrison. And that wrecked their marriage because he did nothing to them, but try to hold them accountable. And accountability is something that Christine and Janelle wouldn't know anything about. I mean, He's completely lost the plot. So then Garrison tells Christine and Janelle that he considered having his house be like a West Side Story, Sharks and Jets style neutral territory where everybody in the family could join and be peaceful. But he doesn't think that's going to happen. So Christine asks, were, were you planning on telling your dad that? And he goes, well, I mentioned it a while ago, but he said no. Janelle says in a confessional that the issue's is that like Cody wants everybody to come to his house, aka Robin's house. And she doesn't think anybody's going to take him up on that. But Cody says in a confessional, absolutely. I have a house and they come to my house. I have real loyalty there. You guys can come over. You fucking dingbat. Like you are really being a child about this. Like dead ass. You were literally like, if no, if everybody just truly, comes to Robin's house and kisses the ring, then that's the only way that this relationship with you is going to work. My child that I helped sire and have known way longer than Robin. But if y'all don't come here where there's real loyalty, then we can't have a relationship at all. So it's been a while since Christine or Janelle have seen Mary and Robin. Christine says that she's not seen them since before she left. Janelle says she hasn't run into them or seen them in about six months. And based on what she's been saying, it doesn't seem like she's trying to. And it might even seem like maybe if we looked around at some security footage in the greater Flagstaff area, that there might even be footage of Janelle actively running away from and avoiding Robin and Mary when she sees them. Because that seems completely plausible to me at this point. Speaking of Robin and Mary, Robin brings the kids over to see Auntie Mary. And Mary's like, you know, it's nice to see them because they just love me unconditionally. And I haven't had that, like, maybe ever. And then Robin says in a confessional something that I thought was very telling. She goes, you know, it's important for Mary to see the kids. But for somebody who's always crying or pretending to cry about the big picture, you might want to also 
add in that it's also important to you that Mary see the children since, you know, your kids are perpetually the victims and nobody ever wants them and to ever want to be around them, you know? Anyway, back to Christine and Janelle. They sneak off to have a one-on-one without the kids around, right? So they go down to the basement and Christine's like, she says unconventional. She's playing this real gently, real tactically, right? She really wants to check in with Janelle and make sure she's okay. But she also knows that if she pushes too much, Janelle's going to shut the whole thing down. So she's really got to tread lightly because she wants the tea. So it starts with Christine saying she's been in Flagstaff for about a week. And Janelle goes, oh, has Cody come over? And Christine goes, uh, no. <laughs> Christine asks, when you were living like in the fifth wheeler and that trailer on the property, did Cody come over more? Did you see him anymore? And she's like, uh, you know, like his normal schedule. But, you know, he would only ever come around around six or seven at night. And then, you know, he would have to leave in the morning to get Solinari off to school. So Christine says in a confessional, I'm going to say, I don't remember a time ever where Cody left Robin's house to come to my house to help get my kids off to school. And I just think it's disgusting that you would leave one wife's home to help her other wife, your other wife, get the kids off to school. Like, can't she help her kids get to school when he's not there so that Cody can help the wife that he's with? So Janelle says what we all remember, which is that Logan was the daddy. Okay. He was a single mother in the family waking up at seven o'clock in the morning to make omelets for those kids and rushing them off to school and make sure they brush their teeth. Okay. Because Janelle was off working and Cody was probably at Mary's doing God knows what. And then the sick fuck is like, you know, I, I was actually taking Solonari to school because I liked it. We, we were working really hard to make ends meet before and now that I have a chance to do this with him it's like a second chance but Robin never asked me to do it and that's like you could literally say that about every aspect like the whole reason why your family is breaking out breaking down you saw a new life with riot Robin decided to do do things differently and be the actual doting and participant father not realizing that hey um you got three other people in this cul-de-sac you're supposed to take care of and they can all see uh, whose bed your boots have been under. And, and it's Robin's house, okay? And, and and you're doing work at the office that she made for you, but y'all don't want to act like you think it's so weird that they the other people think that you're mostly at Robin's house when, gee, it's because you're mostly at Robin's house, but, that's, but he's working. He, I don't see him. He's just there, okay? I don't know what to tell you. It's like, yeah, Robin didn't ask me to do it. I just did it. Yeah, because you want to do. This is the epitome of the quote. If he wanted to, he would. And they all saw that he would, just not with them. And they were out. That's the issue, dummy. Robin tries to flap her lips about, oh, you know, I told Cody that this was going to be a problem. But, you know, he always said, stop it. This is what I want, Robin. I want to do this. I want to take the kids to school. Okay. Christine says in a confessional, you know, I'm really tired of being called the bad sister wife. A bad sister wife is one that monopolizes a husband so that he has no time for anybody else. But then Cody says in his own confessional, a bad sister wife takes her kids away from her husband. And that's exactly what Christine has done. Robin's just loyal. And Christine wasn't. So after that, Janelle tells Christine that she's really struggling 
but not for reasons you would think. She's struggling because she does not miss Cody at all. Okay. Not even a little bit. So Christine then asks about the birthday date that she had with Cody. If you could even call it a date. Janelle says, you know, it was good. It was easy, but it was kind of just like being more with a friend, not really a romantic date with a husband. And Christine's like, oh, so what? Like, did he just drop you off? And she's like, yeah. I haven't heard from him since then. It's probably been, gosh, like two weeks now. So Janelle says after dinner, she was perfectly happy to just wave him off and be like, hey, see ya. Bye. But Christine's like, the more I hear about this, the more I'm so sad for her. She's my friend and I want to see her happy, not living this life where her husband drops her off on her birthday and goes home to his wife. And then he has to talk to her for two weeks. Like, call it like it is and get out of Flagstaff. Sorry, that's just sad. So Janelle says, you know, I'm sitting here with Christine and it kind of feels like she's just being like, poor you. But I'm fine. We're not reconciling. He's not coming around. I'm not settling for less than I deserve. And it's wild to me that I keep getting this vibe from from Christine like, oh, you deserve more because of course I do. And I'm taking it. I'm doing more. I hear you, Janelle, but are you like, cause you're still, we'll talk about this in a second. So Christine then brings up family reunions because she's like, I actually could do that with everybody. Cody, Mary, Robin, they could all be there. I could do that. Janelle's like, yeah, I think I could do that too. I just don't want to ever spend the holidays with them again. So then she goes, let me correct myself. It's not that I never want to see them again. I just, I'm not trying to seek them out. Which is kind of what Cody's been doing <laughs> with his kids. So Mary then says in a confessional that she would also be open to a family reunion. She just, she, she doesn't think it would be too, too awkward for her. And honestly, like, why would it? She's used to being in large groups with this family where nobody fucks with her anyway. So what would the difference be at this point, right? And then Christine says she would do it, but she kind of clarifies that she would do it to get the kids together but she's not going to be having any great conversations with mary or cody or robin and then robin of course sicko she's shaking she's terrified you know i I feel like doing something like that when things aren't resolved is asking for troubles and fights but cody says that after all the trash talking that christine has done he would never want to do a family reunion with her okay not her and then Janelle says, honestly, I don't really care if I interact with Robin and Mary moving forward. And she meant ever. She meant to infinity and beyond. Back at Mary's, there's a little storyline that we drum up because uh, Robin's daughter, Aurora, who's 20, is talking to a guy. <gasps> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. She's twenty. Uh, she got those ear ear ears pierced and started talking to boys. God bless her. Nothing serious. They're just seeing each other here and there. They're talking. Robin and Cody have met him. He seems nice. I feel like we're never going to hear about this again, but whatever. Aurora tells Mary that they get along because they talk about sci-fi movies and space and stuff. And Mary's like, oh, is that all you guys do? You guys all doing? All you're doing is talking? It's all you're getting up to? Just talking? I don't mind talking about this, Aurora. Tell me all the things. Like, I don't want to tell you anything, okay? All right. And then Mary and Robin talk about how when they were Aurora's age, you know, they were married or pregnant or whatever. Mary says in a confessional, she never regretted marrying Cody. She regretted not taking more time to get to know who she was because she was 19 and three months old and they got married about six months to the day of meeting. And now looking at Aurora, it's like, girl, you're a baby. You're in college. Like she didn't even get to go to college. Like stop, right? So Mary tells Robin that I guess she signed the lease to her current house in Flagstaff because she was going to be getting a smaller house downsizing, but I guess she decided to just buy this big ass house instead. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I maybe I didn't hear that right, but that's what I thought she said. So Robin says that Mar- Mary's spending more time in Flagstaff, or excuse me, in, in, um, in Utah rather, it really stresses her out, but she's trying to trust what Mary's saying about still being present and not going anywhere. So she's just trying to let that sink in. But Cody's like, Mary has little to no involvement with me or Robin and the kids. So I have no problem with her moving there. And Mary's trying to reassure me that this is not her moving on, but I think she should move on. (laughs) It's not funny, but it's funny. You know, Mary says in a confessional that, these little family experiences where um, Robin doesn't allow the kids to come inside, but they get to get on that tire swing. And I don't know if you saw, but it seemed like at one point Solomon may have gotten a little, a little light whiplash at one point because Mary really jerked him back on that tire. It just seemed like it jerked him a little bit. Anyway, um, this is what she signed up for. These are the experiences that she wants. Christine says, you know, I always thought that we would be sister wives in some way, but like, it's just not sustainable. And Janelle says in a confessional that she and Robin can work together, like as a team for the greater good of the family, but they've really never had a one-on-one relationship. She's never fucked with Mary. They've struggled for years and just doesn't really have the desire to keep trying to put effort into somebody who's so different from her personality wise. (laughs) And I, yeah, I, it, it's very funny to me that Mary just like, or that Janelle just like does not like Mary. Like, and I don't think it's any one thing or like one situation. I just don't think she's ever really liked her. And that's funny to me. <laughs> and that's like maybe something that I should look inside myself about. But for now, I'm laughing. For now, I'm laughing. Anyway, Janelle tells Christine It was all good up until about a year ago when she realized that she was the one who started changing and that she needs something different from her relationship with Cody and that it just doesn't seem to fit anymore. Like how she keeps thinking there would be more drama to the end of their breakup, but she's just ready to do something different. And Christine's like, yeah, I mean, I didn't really see Cody as being heartbroken after I left either. Like 
I would have thought that maybe he was angry, but he didn't really seem that heartbroken. So Janelle says, well, my breakup with Cody has really been amiable. But Christine says in a confessional, how can it be amiable? I saw the fight. Now the trailer for this season, which of course we see the fight for, came out in July, July 13th of this year. So I'm so lost to where we are this timeline. <laughs> And when things are filming, because, you know, typically we're seeing like, I'm surprised we're not still in 2019, um, the way this rollout of the show typically happens. But now I'm just like, where are we? Where are we? I'm so lost. So then Janelle says in a confessional that, yeah, she and Cody had a fight and it was basically the end of their marriage effectively, but she has to be amiable and function and, and they work on that level when they need to, Right. So Janelle tells Christine she's just really more at peace when Cody's not around. I agree. (laughs) And then she needs something different, like more of a companion. But then she tells Janelle, or Christine rather, you know, I would consider plural plural marriage again. Like, I really like it. And again, I just like, I wonder if she's really thought about that. How would that work? No shade, like, but somebody for her age. Because I imagine that most of this is like, be fruitful and multiply. But if you're not if that's not on the cards, how are you functioning into all of that? How does, what happens, like, that's what I want to know. Like, what happens in the second part of your life? I would say that we should have a show about that, but I don't want one. I definitely don't want polygamists trying to find, like, the second phase of lives, but I would like to know how it works. So if you could explain that to me, I'd appreciate it. Christine says that it's really hard to hear that Janelle would do plural marriage because she would not live that again. So Christine asked her what she likes about it. And she's like, do you still believe in the faith? And she's like, yeah, I do. I mean, it would have to be a situation like when I met Cody and I felt a spiritual awakening to be called to the family. But yeah, I could do it again. So Christine just stares at her. But she says in a confessional, Like, if she met a guy who was in a plural marriage and they figured out that they were soulmates, she would just never want to put another wife or wives through that. Like, we're riding off into the sunset together, right? So Christine asks if Cody knows where Janelle's at. And she's like, yeah, I think he's just not tracking it. And then Christine says, I think he's just a monogamous now. And Janelle's like, yeah. So Christine says that this is actually the first time that Janelle's agreed with her on the fact that Cody's now a monogamist and Janelle says in a confessional I think he slipped into that like monogamy a while ago and he was trying to maintain his responsibilities with his plural family and honestly if I cared it would bother me but it it doesn't like I I just really don't like they can have each other like she says Cody and Robert can have each other and she just smiles (laughs) but then Christine asks her if Cody changed would you be willing to stay married to him. And Janelle's like, yeah, like if he could give me what I wanted as a marriage partner again, because we've been friends for benefits for years. And now I'm just looking for something more. But like, if he gave me what I needed, then I would stay. So in a confessional, Christine laughs and she's like, he's not going to stop being Robin's husband to you, Janelle. She has an amazing husband. And from the outside looking in, it's everything that I wanted in a husband. And that's what Robin has. And she goes, I can't even say that because I'm like, I'm so disgusted by Cody's behavior. Disgusted, disappointed, appalled. Ugh. Ugh. 
Like, can't even say that I want what Robin has because he's so gnarly. He's so nasty and so rude. But then Cody says, I don't really understand why Janelle can't be married to me now. She was married to me when I was with Mary. She was married to me when I was with Christine. And she was married to me when I was with Robin. So why can't she do it now? You, like... Does anybody ever... Where's where's that... Where's his little friend? Will? What was his friend? Chris? Mary's, Mary's brother-in-law. Where did he go? Why are we answering more questions about, like, how we got here? She, she could be married to me all the other times. Huh. Is it possible that something's different? Because what, what could possibly have changed? It's not... Hmm. It's a real head-scratcher. And I know Cody probably is afraid to scratch his head. He probably doesn't need to lose any more hairs than he is any faster pace than he already is. So Janelle says she thinks that plural marriage works if everybody's trying. And she goes, I'm lost. She's like stuck in in the like matrix here. Like her faith says that she can't easily walk away or be released because their marriage and their faith is so sacred. But they're also, she can't remarry until she's released from her covenant. But she can't go to anybody to get released because they're not even part of the community anymore. So it's like, why are you... (laughs) You're not in the community. You don't have ties to the community other than these invisible handcuffs that you're putting on yourself called the covenant, the covenant of marriage. Like, can you just like, and I'm I'm like actually being respectable, but like trying to be respectful. Could you just like get in a closet and ask God? Can you just close your eyes and ask God to release you? If you don't know anybody, and they don't know your situation, then they're never going to release you. And it just feels very arbitrary. And again, like, how can Janelle have so much understanding for Christine and be like, well, Christine doesn't believe in this. So even if Cody does, this covenant doesn't really matter. But I don't think Cody believes in it. So, like, does your covenant matter, Janelle? I don't know. I just wonder if it's a way for Janelle to, like, protect her heart and not, like, go out there and date and not, like, try. Because she's like, well, I'm in the spiritual marriage and I believe in this, uh, you know, covenant so greatly and, and, and all of that that, like, I can't do it. I wonder if that's a way to protect herself. Ooh, I might be hitting on something. Ooh, I just gave myself a little tingle there. <laughs> so anyway, um... Christine really kids me in this confessional. She goes, you know, you have to go through all these steps to get released and you're not really released until you have sex with the next guy. And then she just starts laughing because we all know that Robin tried to pull that shit on her last season about being physical with a next man before you were truly divorced from your husband. So she's like really trying to stop herself from laughing. She's like, okay, guys, that's not true. Like, I've never heard that in my life. Sorry. She has to collect herself. She goes, sorry. Okay. There's a lot of steps you have to follow. Not everything, though. (laughs) So Janelle tells Christine that it's just like part of her that wonders what's next, but she's content. And Christine says, Cody's not going to change. Like, does Janelle want to be married to Robin's husband? Because that's what it's going to be. What is his friends with benefits thing? Like, that's not a marriage. He's just going to continue to give her scraps. Then Chanel really ate this. She says, you know, 
I think Cody is who he is. And, like, he was maybe playing the long game to see who falls away and who goes away. And so that could be the way he really wants it. And I don't really think he's pining for the family. I don't think he's pining for the family that he lost, except for when his ego is involved and it makes him look bad that his family's no longer intact. Work. Exactly. Which is like all that I need to know. Like you should, that should be enough to get you out of the covenant right there. He has no desire to be a father or a doting uh, husband to you unless the spotlight's on him and it doesn't look good. That's it. That's got to be enough. It should be. So at the end of the episode, Christine says, based on this conversation, I just don't think that Janelle's had that defining moment yet that I'm going to be breaking up with him moment. So we'll see. I mean, we still have not gotten that official announcement from her and Cody like we have with Mary and Christine. So we'll see. We'll see y'all. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. (laughs) 